you're doing this stay snort backwards. Let me show you how to do it like a man. The ding ding, 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 the dang ding ding ding, the ding ding, the ding An escalator can never break, it can only become stairs. Welcome to the Philly Fitness Podcast. I'm Pat. Hank's here. What's up? Perry's here. Hey guys. Now, uh, happy belated Valentine's Day. Thank you. Um, in honor of Valentine's Day and Fifty Shades of Grey, what is the worst love story you've ever seen put on film and why? Henry. Well, uh, I don't know about the worst one, but the best one is definitely in Mulan. Mulan, not Mulan Rouge. No. What's Mulan Rouge? What's Mulan? <laughs> You've never seen Mulan. You mean Mulan's the one with the Mulan, Chinese girl who becomes like a cheap. It's Mulan. It's, it's yeah. Mulan. Yeah, it's yeah. It's like I L A N. That's the city. Sure? That's no, the city. I'm pretty sure that's, that's, that's the spelling. No, it's it's M U L A N. I believe it's, it's the the Chinese girl, the Disney yeah. movie who becomes like she kills Genghis Khan or something, and yeah. there's Eddie Murphy they, plays they lizard. Defeat the Huns. That's the that's the song. That's a yeah. song. Yeah. Defeat the Huns. They're like we're gonna make a man out of you, right? Isn't that That's a little Mulan. bit sexist? Well, to my defense, there's a movie, Milan. It came out in 1967, though. All right, well, Different movie. Yeah, so you didn't know it existed. Anyway, why is Mulan the worst love story you've ever seen? It's the best one, man. Or why? No, the worst. Because it is Mulan. All right. You, you've misconstrued the question here. Well, go on to Perry. I'll go with Fight Club. Why? Because it's a great story about someone that is in love with himself. And they fight, and I feel like that's every relationship for me. <laughs> Expand fighting yourself, <laughs> just fighting myself and other people. And, and your girlfriend just stands in the room and watches you. Yeah, and I'm crazy, and then I just realized the whole time I was alone, and it was just me. <laughs> I've seen that, so I know that it's true. <laughs> it's very strange working with these guys. Henry, would you like to amend your answer? Uh, I think you should stick with it. Finally, yeah, uh, stick with uh, it. Just change the explanation. Well, I, all right. It's so, not like we're giving real film here, critiques here's here. Here's my answer. Mulan is the best and worst. Mm. Okay? Because she does fall in love with someone during the movie, right? The dragon. One of the... Uh, Eddie Murphy? There's no dragon. Is there a dragon? I think she has a little dragon that follows her. And I'm, little, and I'm, the little yeah. guy that's Eddie Murphy. Yeah, it's Eddie Murphy, oh, yeah, right? I'm not making right, that up. Right, okay. Yeah. Uh, well, so <laughs> she becomes like a man in the movie, right? She's like a military we're, person. We're getting a little political yeah, she here. Dresses, yeah, she dresses like a man. <laughs> but she falls in love with the man... To one of the soldiers, right? So, what are you trying to tell us about? Yeah. <laughs> Why is this your favorite is movie? This... <laughs> that it's all confusing. <laughs> so, the movie, Henry's sexuality. Yeah. It's all, it's all very confusing. So, it's oh, the it's it's the best and the worst because it just is. It just it's yeah. It's all over the place. <laughs> True. Uh, my answer, which is going to get the points, is Grizzly Man, the documentary, about a guy named Timothy Treadwell, and he loved the bears so much that he ditched his life and moved up to Alaska to live with the bears, and they ate him. So if there's a worse love story, I don't know what it is, but that is the most tragic love story I've ever seen. Have you guys seen that? I don't know we could so do TV much, shows. Though. Grizzly Man's a, it's a movie. What about the Quarters? Quarters, well, what they, they just love stuff they love and stuff so much, and they yeah, hate mental clarity. That's a pretty great love story because yeah, have, the stuff never leaves them. Well, in the end, they have to let it go, and if you love something, you have to let it go. Aww, aww, I think we learn more about let Henry. Let it go, let it go. I think we learn more about Henry than anything. You're gonna break the, you're gonna break the new mic, man. Isn't that, isn't the Frozen soundtrack right there? Yes, with a uh, Adele Dazim. Oh God. 
Yeah. Um, all right, I'm, I'm getting the points there. I think I'm winning. I think I have 16 points. You guys have zero. So, um, how's your guys' week? One word or less. Cold. <laughs> Barry? That was less than one word, so <laughs> it counts. Surprisingly, mine was warmer. Um, yeah, mine was warmer up in, up in the mountains in Canada. And somehow it was warmer than Philly. I believe that. Because Philly was absolutely frigid and continues Still to be absolutely man. frigid. Yeah, at least it's not Massachusetts. At least we're not getting snow. And an interesting that happens every week is some bad science. And so we'll go to Henry Hulse with some general bad science about sleep. Sleep. Uh, what is sleep? <laughs> sleep is what you do, most people do at night. Some, mm, some people do yeah, sleep. You might want to hedge your bets there some, a little bit. Some people do other things, but... Funny. What's this? Uh, what's this bad science regarding sleep? Uh, so, uh, a lot of people think that they can hack sleep, and uh, what does hack mean? So, there's there's a whole like trend in fitness, I guess, of like uh, hacking stuff. And, Just making uh, it easier, like, find, essentially. Like finding shortcuts. Yeah, to, finding to shortcuts get to like get a good night's sleep. The magic. So not like the hacking that happens with Jennifer Lawrence. This is a different kind of hacking. Who doesn't know who Jennifer Lawrence is? Oh, uh, come on. I know Jennifer... I know the <laughs> listeners are laughing right now. What movie? What movie are you referencing? I'm not referencing a movie. Any... Moving on. Yeah, moving on. We'll explain oh, later. Yeah. Oh, wait. Oh, okay. <laughs> no, I got you. Uh, well, so, yeah, they think that they can cheat. They think that they can find shortcuts around um, biology and, and, uh, and the way things work. Um, so, people think that they can sleep for, like, what is it... It's like 15 what? minutes every two or three hours. That, that's one of the more more famous ones. Yeah. Like you sleep 15 minutes, and then you do stuff, and then you sleep, yeah. and then you do stuff. And you end up, like, that? getting three hours of sleep over the course of a night. and like, Or the day. Or the day. Yeah. Um, and then there are others that are like, oh, you only have to sleep for one sleep cycle, which is, like, roughly four hours. And then, like, you're good to go. Well, uh, that's, that's just not how it works. Um... <laughs> You need at least like seven or eight hours of sleep a night. Some people can get away with less. <clears throat> it depends on the person there, but does it depend on your age as well? Uh, yeah. When you're in your teens, you actually tend to need a little bit more sleep, like eight or nine hours. Um, but because your body's changing and you're becoming a man. That's right. Um, <laughs> Henry sleeps a lot because yeah. he's so young. Still, so. I'm still becoming a man. <laughs> we um, bought him his first razor. <laughs> uh, so. Um, actually sleeping more than eight or nine hours has been linked to diabetes um, so you can sleep too much but there, there seems to be that optimal range of about seven or eight hours a night uh, a lot of people report sleeping less like six to seven hour range uh, and that should be bumped up a little bit but so I don't know where this hacking thing came from I first heard about this a while ago I remember a friend of mine told me he knew somebody was going to try it and his rationale was I'm getting done so much more done he probably and, died. Like, yeah, I figured that was probably due to like the cocaine he was snorting, not the amount of sleep he was getting. That's probably why. Um, that was just a guess. I don't know. <laughs> Whoever this random man is. You're going to need at least two sleep cycles a night uh, in order to be fully rested. What does that mean? So you go, um, there's four stages, and then there's REM sleep. What are the four stages? Um, so there's stage one. Denial. Oh, okay. Followed by, <laughs> by stage one, there's stage two. And then shortly after stage two... There's Where do they get three. these names? Where do these uh, names come from? I don't know. I think they're Latin. No, they're not Latin. <laughs> <laughs> it's pronounced Stage. Yeah. Stage one. That's um, also not Latin. <laughs> so uh, you go into a deep sleep 
Uh, deep sleep is, I think, stage three. Mm-hmm. Um, so you only need one cycle of deep sleep per night, and that's more of a restorative sleep. And how long does that stage generally last? Um, I think it's about an hour to two hours. Okay. Um, but you only typically go through one of those a night. Um, you go through a lot of between like REM sleep, um, which is like your dream state. What does REM stand for? Rapid eye movement. <clears throat> so while you're sleeping, Rapid you have or random. Uh, it could be random. Or respiratory. Respiratory. I'm, <laughs> you look at your lungs and then you. <laughs> yeah. I can't curl them in long enough, far enough. Um, so you go through this REM sleep. That's kind of like your dream state, and then you go, you cycle between that and I think stage two sleep, which is just you're kind of like laying there. Uh, and it's just creepy thing about now. Don't say anything. <laughs> <laughs> um, so you typically go through about two cycles of the sleep per night, and it typically lasts about eight hours. So if you cut that short, you're pretty much cutting your sleep short. And what are the uh, drawbacks of lack of sleep? What can happen to your body and mind uh, to do a consistent schedule of... I mean, I've, no one sleeps as well as they should except me, basically. <laughs> um, I think you sleep too you have, much. You have no conscience, pet. I have, yeah, well, that's in regard to many things, so it just um, makes sleeping that much easier. So, um, you need, wait, what was the question? What happens to your body if you don't sleep enough consistently? Uh, if you don't sleep enough, there's a lot, a ton of things that can go wrong. Can you lose a foot? Uh, yeah, it might pretty much just pop off. All right, that's what I thought. Um, diabetes, depression, um, heart disease, uh, it messes up with your hormones. Yeah. Just like and hormones. specifically, what happens to someone who's attempting to change their body composition and gain muscle and lose fat who's has a poor sleep schedule? It's it's going to be tougher probably to get that leanness that you want. Um, you're probably going to hold on to some amount of fat. Is that due to hormonal stuff? So it's going to be hormonal. Um, you're probably going to have a prolonged stress response. Which is so that just elevated cortisol levels. Yeah, yeah, um, and that's going to get into your glucocorticoid. Um, Gluco what? Glucocorticoid hormone. Say that five hormones. Times. Yeah, I is that also Latin? Uh, <laughs> I don't know. I'm going to guess that that one is more likely Latin than stage. Than stage. Than stage. <laughs> stage one, two, three, or four. Um, so Quattro. That's that's kind of like your prolonged stress response, um, as opposed to a short-term stress response, which is, which is called like the fight or flight mechanism. Mm-hmm. So when you're in prolonged stress response, um, it's harder to get lean because you're typically going to gravitate towards foods that uh, make you not lean, <laughs> like Doritos, uh, so sugary fat stuff, you know, stuff like that. So your body will crave different. Exactly. Crappy foods based on the amount of sleep yeah, you get. Even on like the less scientifical side, scientific side. Typical. Scientifical side. That's also <laughs> also Latin. Very Latin. It's just you know if you're not sleeping well, you're not gonna have the energy to live. To live, but to to make those extra efforts of going to the gym, you know, doing a, a full workout, making the healthy choices because you're just gonna be fatigued. Mentally. I'm tired. Yeah, Screw it. I'm shoving this donut in my yeah, mouth. Yeah, you know you won't you won't shop. You know you won't do the. Yeah. You won't shop. Meal. Like for food. Okay. You'll never buy new clothes. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You know, you'll, you'll just look like basically how Henry and I dress. You'll look like Mulan. Yes. No one will know we'll, what we'll you are. pretty good. She's a cartoon, dude. <laughs> Sorry for a cartoon. Um, so I guess, uh, should we talk about some, some ways to get better sleep? Yeah, absolutely. Or, or we, first, yeah. First of all, don't sleep back. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. Don't, definitely don't do that. What, I mean, how, how many, how often, how many hours of sleep do you generally get a night? 
Um, I I sit between seven and eight hours a night. Are you happy with that, or do you think you could that could be better? Yeah, like, is that enough fine. for you? It's fine for me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I found that it pretty much works for me. Uh, if I get more, then I get more tired. Yeah. I think. One what thing about you? Because you're you're notorious for uh, uh, yeah, I, being Mister Entrepreneur, I, 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 and I'm, I'm the bad person to ask yeah. about sleep. Sleep. He doesn't uh, even do caffeine. Um, yeah. <laughs> drink it, snort drink it, or anything. inject it. Um, but one thing should be noted too, like more doesn't mean better. So we're looking for quality sleep. It's not. not it's yeah. It's not being in bed for. 10 out, you know, 10 hours, even eight hours, like you might only be getting four hours of sleep mm-hmm. or three hours of sleep, you know, depending on just, you know, if, if you have a good bed or not, if there's, there's a lot on your mind, if there's a TV on, if like your spouse is bothering you or like, if Who, who's really, that, who's that directed towards, you know, I mean, <laughs> my, my dog, my dog mostly, um, or even just like if you're snoring or have sleep apnea or anything like that, like those things are really going to affect you, and you'll never get, night terrors. Yeah, you'll never get <laughs> you'll never get a full. Sleep, that was my nickname so. in college. <laughs> I, used to have, I used to have those. Kid, they're they're crazy. Uh, that's that's true. Um, a lot of things can affect your sleep quality, and there tends to be uh, one type of individual who's highly motivated, um, stressed out, maybe got a tight lower back, um, has some trouble breathing when they sleep. And uh, if you if you're going through cycles of sleep apnea, and uh, a lot of times that can manifest in snoring, uh, you're you're waking up multiple times throughout the night, so you're never really gonna fall into that deep sleep. You're never you're really gonna fall into that um, REM sleep too much because it takes time to fall into those stages of sleep. Um, it usually takes about two or three hours, and if you're waking up like once every two hours because you have sleep apnea, uh, if you have trouble breathing when you sleep, then you're not getting a good night's sleep. So that's the first thing to get addressed. Um, you can get tested. It's pretty easy. Uh, I think there's an in-home test now. That I was really? Yeah. Wow. I think it's better because if you're going to be doing a sleep test, you should be like comfortable as comfortable as possible out of it and stay yeah. in your environment. Yeah, as you opposed should be to, like where you usually are. Yeah. Yeah. That <clears throat> so makes get, sense. Get tested. And what about someone who doesn't have sleep? You heard, you heard it here first. <laughs> Henry says, get, "Get tested." Get tested. <laughs> I have no comment on that. But what about someone who does not have sleep apnea, just has poor sleep habits? What are some better decisions they can make? Some changes you know, they can make? I think the biggest things now is like get rid of the electronics. Yeah. Don't have the TV in the room. You know they. You know, there's a lot of things. Like Read a light, book, not your iPad. Like yeah, like light therapy can help reset your. Uh, you know, kind of. Uh, circadian rhythm yeah exactly yeah um circadian but the same way where if you're doing (laughs) it right before you go to bed that can kind of what what is light therapy um you might know better than i do henry but it's just going to be basically using you know darkness white white (laughs) (laughs) this is your ally um uh, yeah you go so um i'm I'm not sure exactly what it is but i assume it would be to reset your circadian rhythm. Yeah, you know, using you know, get it, waking up in the morning and having so basically you know, proper making, light, making light your in and then taking the proper melatonin levels during the day to get yeah. your get your hormone balances and everything in, in check. Yeah. So so basically making the environment you sleep in as close to the environment outside as possible. Make yeah, your room or the, the optimal environment. Yeah, or, yeah. Like you're, so you're basically. Well, we're lucky we don't live in like a place like Iceland where it's dark twenty four hours a day. Or that's true. Isn't there a place in Alaska where? The sun, yeah, yeah it, that's I mean, the opposite. You know, Norway, so you, in Norway, it'll is be that like Norway for an entire day? Yeah, like day. yeah, exactly. So they have to have like blackout curtains. That's why they have such bad death metal. That's <laughs> <laughs> yeah, not that bad. It's good to that. It's pretty good actually. <laughs> um, 
so yeah, uh, your circadian rhythm is actually a pretty cool thing. Um, it, it responds to when you're eating, when you're exercising, um, when you're getting light. Uh, even vitamin D intake can alter your circadian rhythm. Um, so yeah. it's pretty important to have that be consistent, which is why people say you should go to bed and wake up at the same time every day. Yeah, and get it like get outside. Like yeah, your body, your body needs some, some vitamin D and some, you know yeah. responds to the sunlight. So if you find that. Know, we have the luxury of you know not for the most part not working with clients in the afternoon but if you have like a normal desk job take a walk do a 20 minute 30 minute walk at lunch outside like not for the exercise necessarily and yeah, thinking just, that you're well there's probably magic step count but many, for, the, for the benefit of just being in the sunlight they'll probably help your mental state at the afternoon yeah, as well because yeah, yeah. the afternoon is terrible like night to night yeah. mm-hmm. like, you know or darkness dark to, to darkness, darkness like a lot of people are and i used to do that when i had a desk a desk job and it's it's awful for yourself yeah it's, it's weird training from a desk isn't it yeah it's really <laughs> tough you know it doesn't really move around a lot <laughs> uh so anything yeah. to add sleep wise melatonin you in favor or against it the to oh. to reset your uh, your circadian rhythm i think it's a good idea but uh I, i'm not a proponent of relying on uh, any type of supplementation or anything like that uh it can help jumpstart you back into your sleep cycle but i mean eventually you shouldn't need it because your body produces melatonin mm-hmm. <clears throat> um, other things to consider are um like staring at screens before you go to bed uh, don't do that don't do that okay. <laughs> yeah that, that is that has white light um, don't take your vitamin D supplement before you go to bed um, because vitamin D is produced when you're out in the sun. Um, other than that... Read uh, a book. Read a book. Gosh darn it. Yes. Any book recommendations? Learn to read for, for some of our listeners. Fifty Shades of Grey. No. Uh, for, for our <laughs> Valentine's For our dry listeners. <laughs> we'll let that one sink in for a second. Probably any, any sleep recommendations? No. <laughs> no, not at all. I, yeah, yeah. yeah, I don't really. I mean, you know, do as I say, not as I. So do. your advice would be pay someone to do it for you. Yeah, pay <laughs> someone to sleep for you, and you know that's a million dollar company. Yeah, I'll say reading, you know, reading, like send people your sleep minutes so they yeah. can, like get it. I think they made a movie about that. No, no, I'm mistaken. It was just, it was just time in general. You bought time to live. That's pretty sweet. I think no, I don't think it was a good movie. Sounds cool. Um, but the book was better. All right, and next we have a special interview with JL Lewis from JL Fitness. Hi, JL. How are you? I'm great. How are you? Um, now, JL is a trainer in Philadelphia. She's the owner of JL Fitness. And um, on that, why don't you further introduce yourself? Well, hey, guys. Um, if you don't know me, that's kind of surprising. No, I'm just kidding. Um, it I is. am. <laughs> kind of, a little bit. I am JL Lewis. I am a personal trainer. Um, more than anything, I kind of feel like I'm a motivator mentor and a friend to most of my clients. Um, I've been in Philadelphia for about, oh my gosh, almost two years now. Where are you coming from? I was previously in Germany. Oh, yeah. I was overseas for almost three years. Where in Germany? Kaiserslautern. Mm, very um, easy to say. Yeah. It's, I mean, I'm sure you guys know exactly <laughs> where that is. <laughs> um, so I was there for about three years and it was good. And did you work as a trainer? Over I did. There? I you was know? a trainer over there. How was that? Just... It was, you know, it was, it was really nice. I worked with military personnel, um, so I didn't have to speak German or get into any sort of <laughs> unfortunately, awkward, yeah, situation. So it was, it was a really nice experience. Um, have you noticed any major difference between training in Philadelphia and training overseas? That my clients don't travel as much. Um, <laughs> I do actually still have a handful of clients that travel, but you know, just 
I mean, just the way of living over there is a lot different. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, that's a very unique experience. It's yes. a very unique perspective yes, on training just but, based on that. Yes, but as far as training individuals, you know, it's similar. Yeah. You know, everyone has their own set of goals. They have, you know, their own things that they're looking to accomplish. But, um, you know, other than that, it's, it's pretty similar. Which did you prefer? I can't answer that. <laughs> <laughs> we wouldn't expect you to. If I could take all of my clients overseas, I would totally do that. Where overseas? Um, in an ideal world. In an ideal world. Where would honestly, you I really like Europe. So if I could do something in Italy without drinking too much wine and or eating, eating too, too much, much cheese, pasta, yeah. um, that would be great. But I think Spain would be a cool place. Um, you could open your own Running with the Bulls fitness yeah, center. Yeah, I mean, I just, why not? It would be fun. I mean, why there's not? definitely niche. Um, so bringing it back, um, why did you become a trainer, um, decide to work in fitness nutrition initially? So initially... Take us back to your childhood, let me, please. You know, let's, let's, <laughs> let's backtrack. So initially, I thought I was going to do pharmaceutical sales or be in the corporate world. Um, really? Do something nonprofit. Uh-huh. Despite having a degree in exercise science and nutrition, you know, I kind of had my own idea of where I was headed and... For years, everyone told me, I really think you should do something in fitness. I really feel like this is not reality. And I was like, no, I don't know what you're talking about. And then one day I kind of just woke up and I, I had the idea. So at that point I was like, guys, this is a genius yeah. idea that I just Why did anybody listen to Why did anybody like think You guys should have told me. Exactly. Um, so it was when, one of those Was this things. in college, post-college? It was post-college. Okay. Things kind of just started falling into my lap, fitness mm-hmm. related. And it just clicked and I liked it. And I think... I think I have a little bit of ADD, so it helps me with not can, sitting at a desk. Can confirm. And, yes, yes. ADD, ADHD, whatever. Yeah. Um, I'll do both. Yeah, so fun stuff. I mean, I get to be who I am and not sit at a desk and enjoy what I do. Um, now, I'm assuming since all your friends were telling you to work in fitness, you've always had a passion for fitness yes. and nutrition. Yes, I mean. How did that start? How did that grow? You know, I've always been active for as long as I can remember. I was always involved in sports. My dad was like the director of the YMCA's in Philadelphia. Okay. Um, my mom taught aerobics, so it was kind of just a family It's a genetic staple. thing. Yeah. yeah. Um, so I would do things with them and, you know, we were always, I danced ballet for eight years and then I picked up sports. I ran track when I was in high school, so it kind of just came with the territory, but it was something that I genuinely loved and not something that my parents had to push me to do mm-hmm. or, you know, I felt like they were making me do something that I didn't want to do. And is it still something you love 20 years later? Yes. Um, it is. And that's why I'm still doing it. Mm-hmm. I mean, I haven't been, you know, doing it for 20 years, yeah. but it's, it's been a part of my life and kind of who I am. So it's nice. I, I love it differently. That mm-hmm. makes sense. I, so. In a more mature fashion. I, we've evolved together. Yes. 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 <laughs> That's how the best relationships work. Yeah. Not that I would know, but I've read it in the book. Um, now, short term, what are your goals for impact on just a purely business social impact scale? Yeah. Not obviously not your personal right. fitness goals. Right, right, right. Those change on a regular basis. You're a trainer. Right? Really, for me, and as I as I have evolved through fitness, I've had more of a connection with women. So mm-hmm. I used to train men and women overseas. And then I got back to the States and I wanted to just train women because I feel like I have a much better connection with them. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like we are all so relatable and go through a lot of the same things and sometimes they're just not voiced and fitness is kind of an outlet for most people. So it's, you know, a therapy session and yes. it's therapeutic for them and, you know, it's nervous energy that they can get out. So really, I guess my short term goals were to be to just continue to let women know that we all are going through the same shit, you know, in one way or another, like we all have shit that we're handling, but through fitness, we're all connected in some way, shape or form. 
And um, what about long term? So career wise, where no, would you ideally like to see? Long term, I, I do love training, but realistically, mm-hmm. it's it's one of those things where my body won't be able to yeah. sustain it forever. Mm-hmm. Um, and then if I do ever plan to have a family, which I don't plan to anytime soon, we well, have a dog. Yeah, yeah, I have a puppy. Yeah. Um, What's you know, his name? Leonard. Just give him it. Give, give Leo the full Leo, intro. <laughs> Leonardo DiCaprio Lewis. Um, you know, but if I want to have more of a traditional lifestyle, which I don't know if that will work for me mm-hmm. ever, but you know, just something where I can come home and have dinner and settle down for lack, lack of a better term. Yeah, you know, I want to do more motivational speaking mm-hmm. and you know, kind of just become more of a public figure. To basically do what you're doing, but reach a broader audience. Exactly. That's... Yeah. Um, now, speaking of broader audience, you recently recently launched a blog slash website. Yes. What is the address of that website? It is inspirationallyfit.com. www. www.worldwideweb.com. Yeah, so it is a blog that I launched, I think, August, September timeframe. Mm-hmm. Um, really, for me, it was kind of my therapy. I've always struggled with being open with really myself. I can be open with a lot of other people, but not so much myself. Um, so it was just a way for me to almost have an online diary of things that I was going through. And again, you know, being with these women and seeing their trials and tribulations and things that they've overcome, it was nice to kind of put that all together and have them be able to share their stories and me share my stories as well. So what would the mission statement of this website be? What is, is it essentially well, basically uh, what you've been talking about? If you go to the page, then you can read it, but... But for those of us who don't have computers in front of us. No, really, it's just, I mean, I I think that the fitness industry is so saturated with eat this, not that. Do this to burn X amount of calories. I think Men's Health has a segment called eat this, not that. Right, and I mean, I'm sure, you know, they're all beneficial in their own way, but I I want to take the, I really want to put the personal touch back into personal training and and, Mm -hmm. and fitness um, and allow women right now, sorry guys, um, you know, and and an outlet to see that, what they're going through, someone else has gone through it again mm-hmm. and that they're not alone. And, you know, when they think shit stuff, like, you know, read someone else's story and it'll inspire you to, to open up and be honest about your journey and your path and how you got into fitness or training. It, you know, it's not just training with me. I have people from all over the world that have submitted entries. So yeah. it's, it's nice to see that okay, they have a commonality. And that's a very unique website. I mean, it's, you help people, women tend to be more afraid of going to the gym than men, which you help with, obviously, but then the whole personal, um, spiritual, for lack of a better term, yeah. side as well. There's really nothing like that. So how did you come to the realization that you're a good voice for that? You're a good wow. fit for teaching people that? Um, you know, I, I think, again, it comes with the territory of being a personal trainer, but um, when I was training... Oh, yeah. special guest. <laughs> really, Perry? Oh, look, it's Leo the dog. I'll make sure that music doesn't bother me. You don't hear it. Thanks for coming. Okay, bye. I can't believe someone broke into our private recording studio. Exactly. Um, I'm sorry, anyway, what was your question? How did you come to the realization that you would be a good person to lead this charge of both mental and physical side of So it was one of those things. It was a life lesson. Um, mm-hmm. When I was in Germany, I was married, and... Um, my husband left me and so I was on my own for quite some time living in Germany in a country that was very foreign to me I didn't have a ton of friends and I kind of just dove right in back into training it was something mm-hmm. that I loved and something that I knew that I was good at and yeah, something that's accessible no matter where you are exactly and my clients you know at first 
I was afraid to tell them everything that was going on, but then once I opened up, they opened up. Yeah. Um, so really just being able to show them, again, I'm relatable to you, they shared their stories with me. And so it's just one of those things that kind of snowballed into story after story. And I'm like, these people are amazing. Mm-hmm. You know, before talking about it, they would still come to the training sessions at because they were military at 4 a.m., 5 a.m., <laughs> you know, it was really really early, but, you know, they would still come regardless of what they were going through. It didn't mm-hmm. matter if it, you know, they were going through chemo treatments or if they were going through a divorce themselves or, you know, just real life situations that you're like, how do I deal with this? And they were figuring a way to deal with it. So, you know, just from talking to people and being like, you know, part of my job is giving someone an amazing workout, but part of it is also listening to someone and seeing where they're coming from. And obviously that can be much exactly. more important than is more I mean, important that's, than that's something that I think oftentimes people fail to apply to personal training. Yes, it's a workout, but you know, it's, it's much more than that. It's yes. getting to know the dynamics of a person and how they work and how they operate and what their triggers are and why they're working out. So do you have any specific motivational technique or is it a hodgepodge of different things? For I mean, I, I wouldn't say I have any specific technique, but it's really getting to know my clients on a personal level. Mm-hmm. Um, I know at times people would say that's a fault of mine and I'm sure at times it is, but I want to get, I really want to get to know you. I want to get to know you on a deeper level, um, as to what works for you and why, because you know, it's, it's more than just science based, especially for women, it's emotions and, you know, we have a lot more feelings than you guys do and we express them This is news to me. I know. Yeah. Shocker. So, you know, it's just really getting to know that person and, and why they want the goals that they want. Great. Thank yeah. you. Um, now, I have to ask you about this because pretty much right after coming to Philadelphia, he well named you Instagrammer of the century or something. Yeah. What's your philosophy when it comes to Instagram? Do you think it can provide a Good motivation, good exercises. Yeah, you know, I mean, I feel like with any of the social media outlets that we have today, they can be good or bad. Mm-hmm. It's dependent upon the person that's viewing them and what they're actually viewing. So I personally, I don't follow all of the girls that have awesome boobs, a great butt, and, you know, a six-pack. Just because, Not a lot. <laughs> right. <laughs> um, just because I don't necessarily like the message that they're portraying to people. Mm-hmm. Um, I see that as false motivation and, you know, false hope for, for a lot of people. So my Instagram is, it's me. It's, you know, it's part of my story. It's, I'm funny. I'm fun. Like I'm active and, you know, sometimes it's my clients, but, but it's you know, real. I, yeah, I mean, it's real. And I feel like you can't take those things too seriously sometimes. So, you know, just if it motivates you, great. If it doesn't, unfollow. That's fantastic. Um, so going away from the internet things. Yeah. Um, if you had a message to women that you could portray to everybody, what would it be? Just that they're not alone. Um, that what their struggle, they're not alone, and that it's something as long as they're willing to make a change that they can see change. But you have to be willing to take that first step. I think a lot of times, as personal trainers, I'm sure you can relate to this. You know, people think that we're miracle workers. Mm-hmm. You know, we see our clients two to three times a week. Some of them, you know, more than that, but. It's what they're doing outside of that, that that makes an impact. It's it's how they're being influenced and who's influence, influencing them and what those messages are to them. So just to know that you're not alone and, you know, this is a road that's unfortunately never ending, but, you know, it's, it's one that you can that makes it fun. really get a grip on. Yeah. That makes it fun. Um, and if you could write your tombstone today, so if you could write 
your forever impact on health and fitness. If you could write the (laughs) etching on your urn today, Mm -hmm. what would it be? What would your big message, your big takeaway, your big lesson you would give the world in relation to health and fitness? And I hate that hashtag. (laughs) I hate it. But I mean, something along those lines of you only live once. So, you know, kind of make it your best life possible. You're going to have you know, times where you're really feeling in the dumps and you're, you're feeling like shit and you feel like, how the hell am I supposed to like get out from under this hole? But just start looking at things differently. Surround yourself with great people, whether they're friends or family or just mentors, people that are going to, to bring you up and to see that, okay, this sucks, but like, I can do this. Like I can do what I want to do and it might take a lot of time, but just know the direction that you're headed and have a clear vision of how you're going to get. And I take it back. I don't want. I don't want to use YOLO. Is that, a, is that a Drake song originally? You know, I don't from? know. I don't know. But it's just you don't know. I, <laughs> it's something I, you know, live your life to the fullest. As cliche as that sounds, but something carpe along diem. those lines. Yeah, carpe, carpe diem. Watch that scene from um, what's that Rob Williams movie? You Forget I said that. Um, all right, and our last question: If you were made, this is over. Yeah, <laughs> I will go twenty-five more hours. Okay. Um, so if you were made mayor of Philadelphia to, tomorrow or I'm today... I was thinking about becoming mayor, but I feel like I would want to be called, like, mayoress. Baroness. Oh, is that The queen. It? No, I have no idea. I think oh, it's okay. just mayor. Okay, yeah. Um, hey, it's a wide open race this year. Throw your name in the hat. Yeah, I don't have any um, like, backup pictures or anything out there. It'd be fine. Yeah, and you're not corrupt to the teeth, so you have, have, you have like a heads up on every Philadelphia. Tattoos, it would be great. Yeah. Let, let that one sink yeah. in as well. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> so if you were made mayor or queen of Philadelphia, <laughs> and you could put one thing in action to make Philadelphia... A healthier city, what would it be? Money is not an object. Money is not an object. And that can't be your your lesson. Um, one thing in place. That's a really great question. Um, fitness for all levels. I know that fitness is my passion. I'm sure there's a lot of other things that I could do to help <laughs> the city. I really, really feel like a pageant queen right now, and then yeah. they're going to replay this and be like, "That was terrible." <laughs> um, but just, you know, something to get people moving. You know, I mm. feel like we're, we have New York that's, you know, right above us that they have all these trendy things and, you know, get, and sometimes they're too trendy, but they get people out there yeah. and, and sometimes they're too expensive and personal training can be an expense and, um, an investment, but just something to get people, the city moving. I mean, there's still too many people that are suffering from obesity and, just educate people, a way to educate and inform people about what they're actually capable of doing. I'm very surprised by that answer. I thought you were going to go with mandatory noon dance parties. Oh my gosh. You know what, Pat? (laughs) (laughs) I mean, if we were going back to be training in Spain, we would have siestas. Oh, that's true. But I think dancing makes everyone... Yeah. (laughs) Dancing makes everyone happy. So, I mean, that would be... Not me. You know, but when you see me do it, and then you see my clients, you're like, oh, wow, those moves are terrible. Like, it brings you some sort of joy. It does, but that's... Yeah. Yeah. I don't know if that's from the dancing or the embarrassment. Yeah, you know, either way, it's bringing you some sort of joy. So, I mean, maybe on Fitness Friday, we can implement that's some true. sort of, you know... Or Back get, to the Future next Friday. Yeah, no, I don't think that. Well, thank you, JL. What's your Instagram hashtag? JLLLewis. It's a lot of L's. just spell J-A-Y-E-L-L. L-E-W-I-S. And what's the blog address? Inspirationallyfit.com. Also, follow JL on Spotify if you're like me and have been told you have terrible taste in music (laughs) and need to play music that people like. Thank you so much for being here, JL. Thanks for having me, Pat. All right, moving on. We're going to come to our multi-Grammy winning segment, True or False. 
We need like with intro music. I know. Like, do you want to come up with? Sing? Yeah, what well, we were expecting you to sing, you just never do yeah. it. I've, I've I've sang a song the last two episodes. What did you sing last time? Oh yeah, that one that Brian knew who sung originally and. I don't know. I don't know. I don't. Yeah, remember. it was it like was... a Boys to Men song or something. Racist. <laughs> I can hear you when you say that. I know, <laughs> but it's funnier if I say it under my breath. Um. All right. So moving on to True or False with Henry Hulse. If you don't get it, it's a play on True or False. It means you've never taken a test before in your life. So, Henry... um, Is is Hulse true or... Wait. Hulse is false. Hulse Hulse means you're making it true. Let's scrap this whole segment. In honor of Valentine's Day, it's Tinder Stories with Henry Hulse. (laughs) (laughs) Just kidding. True or False, statement one. Casein is a more effective form of protein powder for muscle building than whey. Um, so can you weigh in on this one? <laughs> Case in point. <laughs> I'm out. <laughs> um, so whey is um, W H E Y. Whey is the way. Uh, whey is better. It's way better. Oh, <laughs> there it is. Um, nice. <clears throat> Whey has a faster absorption time in your intestines. It gets digested faster, um, so it leads to an increase in amino acids in your bloodstream at one time, um, which can increase protein synthesis a little bit more than casein can. Uh, People take casein at night uh, because it has a prolonged uh, digestion time, so you're having uh, uh, a more prolonged amino acid uh, flow in your bloodstream. So, is casein a soy-based protein? Casein is dairy. Okay. Casein is um, the dairy protein that isn't whey. <laughs> it gets uh, so there's in whey the way. And casein, yeah, it's in the way. Um, there's fifty shades of whey in this question. <laughs> uh, a lot of people do like protein blends, which is like a whey and a casein blend. So there's one fast acting and one slow absorbing. Honestly, it does not matter at all unless you're like an Olympic athlete and you're looking for like that tiny, tiny edge. Most people just need to worry about getting enough protein. And most of them just take steroids anyway for that little edge. <laughs> a lot, a lot or to, hit someone with the car and blame their girlfriend. Correct. Wait, what? Lance Armstrong he apparently ran some dude over. He probably that's probably how that's Oscar impressive. Pistorius lost his legs. <laughs> yeah. And then he blamed it on his girlfriend. I don't know if it was Cheryl Crow, but. Um, like we're going to say it's Cheryl Crow. He should stick to his bike then. Mm, there's a good joke in there somewhere. <laughs> All right, let's just go to the next one. <laughs> you don't want to do a Oscar Pistorius puns? He didn't have a leg to stand on in trial. <laughs> <laughs> All right, number two. Cardio burns muscle, so you shouldn't do it. Uh, nope. Next one. <laughs> Por qué, señor? Uh, it's, it just doesn't. So that's something that men's okay, health okay. will... will... So, true. so that's false. So that's false. So here we go. Um, it, it can burn glycogen in your muscle, which can make your muscles look smaller, and you also dehydrate a little bit, which can make your muscles look smaller because they hold water. I have a good seg- like a, a side question from this. Does anything use muscle as a fuel source? Uh, like, does anything... Like, I think, start, it, I think the new Tesla does. Like, yes. <laughs> Because uh, people, like we talked yeah. about this last time where people were like, I don't want my muscle to turn into yes, fat. Yes, so I'm not going to run more than a mile. You know, and people are thinking like, muscle is this... Like Mu- the this actual, abstract the concept. Mass of muscle is something that like gets <laughs> like you know burnt it's, it's, and it, used it, You into, gain it one day, then something takes it away the next. Yeah. yeah. 
dude, you might as well not even do that chest workout. You're going to go walk out of the gym. Right? <laughs> yeah. You're just burn all that chest muscle. You know, so, yeah. Did you eat a whole chicken today? Dude, <laughs> get on it. <laughs> um, I guess, so, muscle would be like the last resort type of energy source. Just because it takes... So, in, it, a, in a true starvation sense, yeah, like... Yeah, it, it takes so many steps metabolically to get protein converted to uh, glycogen, glucose. Um, so... It pretty much never used as a fuel source. Like, you, it would take so long to burn through your body's fat stores. I think. Uh, like Tom Hanks in a. Uh, Castaway. Yeah, Castaway. Yeah. Um, I think his beard was actually straight muscle too. I think that's where all of his muscle went. <laughs> well, I, yeah. I mean, it probably took a lot of energy to make that beard. But anyway. It's still better than Forrest Gump. Says the guy who can't grow a beard. Yeah. I just don't use my energy. To <laughs> I had to trim mine today. It was getting so long. I use it for other things. Like what? My Tinder energy. stories with Henry Hulse. <laughs> We're not going to go down that path. Uh, all right. Yeah, I, th- I think we covered yeah, that I one. Covered I think that. that's just one that that's around all the time. People, you hear people say that all the time. I think that, no, I think bro, I'm not. Idea. I'm not running. I'm getting gains. <laughs> <laughs> Alright. Question three. Statement three. You shouldn't eat after seven p.m. to lose weight. Mm, I love this one. Yeah, I love this one, too. Um, it doesn't really matter. <gasps> dun, dun, dun. Uh, we so, just lost all our sponsorships. <laughs> so it comes from the theory that, like, you you uh, eat eat carbohydrates, and then the, sh- the sugar goes in your bloodstream, and then if you don't use it, then it gets stored as fat. Um, well, it's, it's going to get stored, and you want it to get stored, because it's going to go into your muscles... Uh, it's gonna get stored as muscle glycogen, and then. Um, and then you lose that if you run, or if you do cardio. If you run fast enough. All right. Uh, so. Which I do. <laughs> yeah, I, th- I think this one's more about. You hear this? This one's been around forever. You know, yeah. If you remember, like as a kid, when my, my mom was trying to lose weight, like no, we're not eating after seven you know, fifteen. I, I That's how you get fat. Start out. With good intentions. Yeah. Like, I think it's more of a like habit people, people, a habit development thing. People than... come home and they have this, like, they haven't eaten all day and they mm-hmm. eat this monster meal. Yeah. And then if you eat a monster meal and then go to bed, for a lot of people, they're going to wake up not hungry. Yeah. They're not going to have breakfast. They're going to mm-hmm. go to work, get crazy at work, not really have lunch because they never do. Eat a then, Snickers. Yeah. Then come back home to have this monster meal. Do the same meal. thing. And then it's mm-hmm. just this cycle where they're yeah. just like constantly starving and not sleeping well and not having the energy and trying to do everything on at work on like an empty stomach mm-hmm. and like you know it so i think that's where it comes from but then it gets lost in translation and it comes yeah. out to be it kind of gets bastardized you know, a little like, bit it's like the cinderella story like mm-hmm. once the clock hits seven you're gonna turn into a pumpkin if you eat anything no, no cinderella mm-hmm. is the one where she's um a chinese girl and then they, <laughs> she has to go fight genghis khan <laughs> <laughs> to defeat the huns um, yeah, like I said, I think that one starts with good okay, intentions. Valentine's well, <laughs> Day special. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so I, they're like, you, people pay so much attention to these little details. Like, don't eat after seven. You know, tie your shoes. Yeah, it's, like that's stupid. Uh, Use I, a I, turn I, signal. That's why I have Velcro shoes. <laughs> Who wants to waste time tying them? <clears throat> so it, it's like, you know, you don't eat after seven. But, like, during the day, you don't get enough protein. or um, So it's more the entire amount of calories you eat throughout the day, not I mean, people the timing. I mean, big picture. Like, did you work out today? No? Okay, well, that's probably why you're gaining some fat, you know? Like, maybe you should have exercised, and then, I think know. it comes down to, like, being able to easily 
blame something else like yeah. other like other than being able to turn the the microscope on ourselves so and to easy, actually take it's easy to be like oh i've been gaining weight because i've been eating dinner at 705 <laughs> as opposed to being like oh i eat nothing or crap all day don't but i had a salad sleep well, a taco like, salad you know don't get right <laughs> vitamins and all this stuff and yeah you know there's yeah. There's so many... Everyone wants a simple answer to a... Well, it is a pretty simple problem, but people overcomplicate it. Yeah. I mean, it's definitely like Medusa's head. Like, every time you, like, go one route, there's, like, another head comes out and... How many of these metaphors are you going to make yeah. today? <laughs> I always make metaphors, man. I That's, think like, my jam. This is like... You're like Jason and the Sirens. You're the Siren. You just keep singing, and we want to... <laughs> I don't know who that one Yeah, I figured that one will go also, over your head. Did someone just set like seven? Well, it's like seven, then people say yeah. eight and six, and it's and yeah. What happens if you're in a different different time zone? It's still, it's still seven for your original time zone. Like <laughs> it's, it's seven p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Period. That's it. Doesn't That's matter it. where you are. You hear that, France? <laughs> Stop eating at four. Put the brie down. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Cool. All right. Did we? Yeah, we put that one to rest. Yeah, I think so. We right. we halsified that. That's right. Halsed. Even though my last name's not Hulst, I'll have to change it. O'Hearned. O'Hearned. You can't take my last name. O'Hulst. O'Hulst. Last one. Oh, Hulst again. Lifting heavyweights is bad for your joints. Henry, if I lift weights heavy, does it hurt your joints? Yeah. <laughs> I mean... Henry, you've looked like you're in a lot of pain. People, <laughs> please stop lifting heavyweights. I, I, know, uh, I know you don't lift weights heavy a lot, but... Uh... <laughs> What's because we care about you? We don't want to hurt your joints. <laughs> Thank you, guys. I also don't want to hurt your feelings when you start yeah. more than you. <laughs> I mean, we already we already look better. Why would we? Why would we put <laughs> we the effort least, in? We have to like yeah. keep something. Yeah. <laughs> um, okay, that question's answered. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so it can actually help your joints um, if you're placing. What? <laughs> dun dun dun. <laughs> If you're placing this mechanical stress on your joints and you're forcing them to adapt to uh, some sort of force that's more than they're used to, and then you go out into real life and you slip on the sidewalk, um, assuming you're an idiot. <laughs> I also <I> today. <laughs> assuming you're an idiot. Just <laughs> uh, so, making it to a dance once it happens. Well, I. I, uh, I look around, and then if people saw it, I'd pretty much run. <laughs> <laughs> Directly at them, just to terrify them. <laughs> you didn't see anything. Um, so, yeah, if, if you stress a joint, force it to adapt to this greater amount of force, and then you go back to this uh, to, to the force that you were previously getting injured at, or, like, say, a falling force, mm-hmm. um, <clears throat> your joints are going to be more capable of handling stressors if they're adapted to uh, a higher weight, more tension. Um, lifting increases uh, strength of your tendons, ligaments, muscles, obviously, and bones. It can make your bones more dense. I just so think, I, I think right. again, where this question comes from is the idea of someone lifting heavy and with poor form, probably. Exactly. So, lifting heavy is properly. lifting heavy. If you're doing it properly, then you'll be fine. Yeah. If lifting doing, like an if idiot. You're lifting, if you're lifting lightweight improperly, mm-hmm. you're probably going to get hurt. Yeah. So, it's like, you know, the question is not... It really has nothing to do with the weight. It has to do with... if How you're if, doing if, it. If you personally, like, have earned the right to lift heavier weight. Like, if you have the right form, if it's... Are you, you bringing can't just the, go from benching a hundred to like I'm gonna try three fifty today. And if you <laughs> do, if you do that, us, videotape do that. it and tag us in it, please. Yeah. 
Jim fails. Who's Jim? Hmm? <laughs> Jim, Jim Riley fails. It's it's Valentine's Day. Do you want to tell us who Jim is? <laughs> all right. So I think all of those statements have been hauled. Steve, any uh, any anyone had a true? Have you ever asked a question that was like? Do not give away the secret of this segment. <laughs> True or false? We bought a new microphone, so the podcast sounds fantastic. I mean, false. We didn't buy it. I mean, yeah, false. False that one. It's an nice. It was a gift. It's called a Blue Yeti. How were? We, how was I not supposed to purchase? Is it called a Blue Yeti? It's called a Blue Yeti. It's, it's not even blue. blue. We can have other <laughs> jokes about this after. All right, whatever. All right, thank you, Henry. Um, hey, I said to myself. So, um, <laughs> I was supposed to post a status on Facebook asking people for questions. I posted it too late and did not get any appropriate responses. Thank you, <laughs> ladies of Facebook. Um, so we're just going to do a, a new segment that we've had in the works for a long time, had a lot of thought into it, and didn't just come up with it a second ago. So, um, what are your. Let's pull it from the archives. Yeah, hold on. Like no, paper? it's Dewey Decimal System, Perry. Not digital. <laughs> Get back in there. So, uh, what are you guys' highlights of the week? Anything good happened to you this week? It was cold. <laughs> That's it. How, how was I your Valentine's Day? I, I, I did a skeleton ride. Yeah, we we're gonna go to you last because you actually had an interesting week. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Henry, what, what interesting happened? Did you? You were in Canada, right? Uh, yeah, actually, I was skeleton. Yeah. I was riding on a skeleton. We were actually crazy. Yeah, they go pretty fast. Uh, Perry's gonna try to copy me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Perry. What are, What are your highlights of the week? I mean, meh. I mean, so just to keep it short. Get ready to I'm, be bored. I'm pretty. I'm yeah. Pretty, I'm pretty awesome. Uh, I made some muffins with my mom. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, the skeleton ride was was pretty cool, man. Even like what a loser. <laughs> uh, that was How long did, were you sitting here like the whole episode trying to come up with it? No, I wrote it on his Facebook wall the other day. Oh, really? I think it was—I think it was the only non-offensive thing I've written on Facebook this <laughs> I, week. I didn't see that. I didn't see you call me a loser. Yeah, it's um, a good one. No, but it, it's pretty cool because skeleton is losing, but face forward, essentially, right? Yeah, basically, it's a single person on a sled, face down, head first, in Canada. In Canada, down the down like a like the same same course ice yeah. course that a like the lose. So like if you've seen Cool Runnings, it's like that. But on a one-man bobsled, but on, yeah. face first, and, and we not had, as many Jamaicans. Yeah, we hit like 100 kilometers an hour, so what is that, 60, 60 65 I, miles an hour? So I don't know. I'm, I'm American. <laughs> <laughs> um, and it's pretty cool because basically what we had to do was like nothing. Like to go, fast, <laughs> to go faster, you had to like not... So your coach was Paul Rudd from Forgetting Sarah Marshall. Yeah, it was do less. Do, you're, do, <laughs> you're doing too hard. much. Do, do, do less. But... Uh, you know, you had to be super aerodynamic, but we we hit about three G's going around the last turn. So, I mean, your face is about an inch from the ice. Some people hit their masks and helmets on the ground, but did you see anybody die? Didn't someone die doing the skeleton at the yeah, Olympics? I say didn't. Yeah, yeah two or three. Yeah, or what is it? Yeah. it was a young like German guy or something, it was, right? It was a warm up. I think. It was yeah, pra- it was a practice at the yeah 2010 Winter Olympics. They died there, and we're just gonna say it was. So a their body, the body's still there. It's frozen. It's intact. Um, you have the skeleton over. Yeah, you have to like. You sk- it's it's a it. it's a literal skeleton that you ride <laughs> down. Um, that's why they call it that. But no, that was that was pretty cool. Like, not many things get me nervous, and like uh, just talking to girls. <laughs> just talking to girls and skeleton ride, man. And I, unfortunately, I had to talk to a girl on the skeleton ride, and it was so there was just terrifying. a trail of yellow following you it was down. Just, it was just terrifying. So yeah, that, that was pretty cool. Uh, I'm trying to think if I had any highlights of the week. 
I don't think I did. I had a pretty boring week. Did you go to Canada too? No, I actually I went to uh, Aruba. Oh, okay. That's pretty cool. Yeah, we tried to bobsled there. It didn't work. That's all right. Um, all right. Actually, something did, interesting did happen this week. It didn't happen to me, but I felt it ha- It was a very personal matter, so I felt like it almost was an affront to my me as a person. Um, at the Grammys, which no one should ever watch. <laughs> so wait, um, I always get confused. The Grammys are for the crappy music yeah, people. That's music. The Oscars are for the crappy Country movie music. people. Wait, what? Oscars are from movie. People. Oscars are for the bad movies. Yeah. Okay. The Grammys for music. crappy music, except when I can't even remember when a good person won a Grammy. Well, so I'm sure I, Johnny Cash won at some point. I That's pretty cool. Everyone watched the Grammys. Everyone yeah. probably did watch no, the Grammys, but it's a Super Bowl. And oh, okay. Well, so I was I was sitting there Sunday night, and I was like, oh, I better watch the Grammys so I know what people are talking. So about. I have something to talk about with my yeah, clients exactly. on Monday. And then everyone's like, I don't watch the Grammys, and I was like, damn it. I didn't yeah. Through that. But anyway, at the Grammys, Kanye West. I don't I don't think he actually interrupted. Well, all right, let me go back. Beck won Album of the Year over Beyonce, which should happen every day for the rest of our lives because she, she's terrible. Um, you know she put out an album. But Kanye West, who should also just be banished. Not Kanye East. Duh, duh, duh. Kanye West. Um, well, their kid's name is North. Yeah, that must be like the spawn of Satan. Your parents are Kanye right. West and Kim Kardashian. And, her, and the kid's name is And North your grandfather West. is now Bruce Zine Jenner. Wait, that's, that's, his, that's her name? Bruce Jenner is now a woman. And it's, really? the, name, the name's Bru- yeah. Bruce Zine? It, what, what else are you going to change your name to from Bruce? I don't Brucella? Know. <laughs> Bruce Springsteen Jenner. It could be Bruch- Bruchetta. Isn't that Bruchetta. Ooh, Bruchetta. Ooh, that is good. Oh man. All right. Hashtag Bruchetta. So not only one Bruchetta side of your Jenner. family is the Jenner Bruchettas, the other side is Kanye West. You are screwed. You're a terrible person from birth. I feel like they've probably never even seen their own kid. Yeah. Why would you? She, she, I mean, it probably looks like Kanye West and Kim Kardashian. <laughs> That's all right. But anyway, Kanye interrupted or fake interrupted Beck walking up, and then made a statement saying that. Beck should respect artistry and give the award to Beyonce, which is funny because Beck plays 16 instruments and Beyonce probably has a perfume. Um, so if you could interrupt any celebrity and tell them how you really feel, who would it be and why? Can we say Kanye? Yeah, but that's... <laughs> like we, we, we kind of just did that. Interrupt is interrupt. <laughs> Double interrupt. Yeah, I mean, that, that's still an interruption. So what would you say to Kanye? Or Yezzy, or whatever they call him. Excuse me, sir. You're being very inappropriate right now. (laughs) Mr. West, please sit down. It is not your time to talk. I mean, to what he's saying, I think Beyonce... I mean, Henry and I know who Beyonce is. We didn't know who Beck was. That's terrible. That is... This is the last episode of our podcast. she, she, She may not be a better artist, but she's probably a better performer. I don't know. Entertainment. Beck did. He was with the San San Francisco Philharmonic. He played an entire David Bowie album with him in like a seventy piece orchestra. No, but I'm not saying. And that's better than anything Beyonce has ever done. Musically, talent wise, yes. Yeah. Yes. No, I I, I get your point. I'm just I'm playing devil's advocate. Yeah. In terms of perform, like of putting on a spectacle, exactly. And like, which is not what music should be about. Unfortunately, the common denominator of people want to see. Yeah, is is someone shaking their butt with fireworks behind them to the left, to the left. Yeah. Or put a ring on it. Left. What's to the right? I don't know. George Bush. (laughs) (laughs) 
Um, if I could yell at any artist. Yeah, pretty much. If you could, if you could yell at any celebrity, who would it be and why? I have to figure out a celebrity this, that I care about because I just don't care about any of them. I, I'm gonna go yeah. because uh, this this is one that this has one. been on my mind for years. Oh wow, years. Well, so since he was five. Yeah, <laughs> like three years. Um, if I could interrupt anyone, I would go into any Nicolas Cage movie and I would walk up to him and I'd be like, "Dude, you suck. Stop acting, please." But he's not that bad. He's kind of hilarious. I'm going to steal the I, Declaration I, of Independence. I hate Nicolas Cage. It's I don't even know if he's a good. I don't even. Know I think he's just. Him. I think he's crazy. Um, well, didn't he? He won an Oscar for um, the mo- Leaving Las Vegas. Well, then the Oscars. But that, that was like, I think that might have been honestly before you were born. Probably. Yeah. When were you born? Ninety-two. When were you born? Ninety-two. Say it again a little louder. Ninety-two. Okay. Yeah, that was before you were born. Nicholas Cage, really? That's your choice. I hate. I hate. His really? Face. Have you seen Con Air? Yeah. Actually, have you seen Adaptation? Like, no. But I like. Con I'll Air. give you a DVD. Yeah, Con Air is just hate, stupid good. I, as soon as I see Nicholas Cage's face, I get mad. All right, I understand I that. I hate him. I I'll, I'll allow that. I understand that. Do you have an actual answer? No, I don't think I really care about. What about any one? person in general? I mean, that's, that's, that list is very long. Yeah. What about a person who's not going to try and fight you after you say it on this yeah. podcast? Yeah. A person who's very far away. And I'm, so I'm, I'm not going to call anyone's name that. <laughs> All right, fine. There are plenty of people, just in general, that I would love to All right, well, something. I'm going to... If I could interrupt Which any... Which will be passively aggressively on this show. <laughs> yeah. We just lost one listener. Jim. <laughs> All right, I think if I could interrupt any celebrity, I would pick Flo from Progressive. I'd walk into the middle of the commercial. Uh, I agree. Yeah, rip that stupid headband off her big circular face. Just say, stop it. Get off my TV. Get off my radio. You're awful. Nothing you've ever done has been funny. I don't know why this company stuck with you for eight years. Stop it. Because you know her name, man. It's three letters. Yeah, but you you could probably draw her face. Do you know why I think they call her Flo? Why not? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to cut you right there. All right. Well, one, one cool thing that we should add that did happen this week is what you and I did yesterday. Yes, this is very true. So, um, I guess you were in a little bit more contact with them. You wanted to yeah. They um, well, this organization called Street Soccer USA, who I tried to get involved with a couple of years ago before they were in Philadelphia, um, contacted oh, yeah, Perry. Just, yeah, they just opened up um, a Philadelphia branch. A Philadelphia branch, uh, Street Soccer Philly, and essentially what they are doing is they're teaching. The homeless population, um, life lessons, life values, lessons and you know social interactions and uh, values, and how to find value in yourself um, through the medium of playing soccer and the through. team sport, and then also um, what they reached out to us is to create a fitness kind of program, program regimen system for them to learn the benefits of you know fitness and seeing progressions and goals and just feeling better about themselves and how that and see how that'll affect their game too yeah, and affect the the game and they're in you know just being able to invest in themselves um so we had our first um we went to their first uh, uh, our first practice one of us them. played one of us sat and watched yeah well <laughs> yeah and uh so yeah, that was great. We're going to be working it was with a, them in the future. Um, it was a great group of guys too. They yeah, were really tons of fun. Yeah, right now they, they, they average about six to ten men um, per practice, and they have three practices a week. So you'll hear more from us, and we're going to try to you know put some some stuff out on social media to try to. to yeah, really if ra- anybody ra- has any old soccer shoes, we're actually starting a donation. Um, Oakmont Celtic, the uh, the best local soccer team. 
is um, doing a running a donation of old soccer boots, indoor, outdoor. If anybody is interested in that, just contact us on Facebook, and we'll find a way to coordinate a pickup. But yeah, so that that was uh, you know all jokes aside, that was something that was really cool that we did this week, and uh, we're looking forward to kind of working with them kind of from the ground up on. Everything. Both on the soccer side, but also just on the fitness side, and this will be like our first formal partnership with a nonprofit that that we're yeah. pretty, pretty stoked about. And we think they have a great future. Yeah, it's a great it's a great vision. Yeah, it absolutely, and it's a great sport too. It's to be determined. <laughs> <laughs> we're gonna angrily end the podcast there. Thank you for listening. Say goodbye, Henry. See ya. Say goodbye, Perry. Bye, Henry. Bye, Henry. You're doing this station or backwards. Let me show you how to do it like a man. The ding ding, 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 the ding.